0: Here are some of the voicemails that was left to me in regard to my last podcast episode, Billy Porter's "Coontastic Manifesto" to the Black community. Hi, Nicole. This is Theory from Montreal, Quebec. Once again, another terrific podcast about Billy Porter. He missed a golden opportunity to shut up because his rent was hypocritical and full of self hate. And to say that we're the one who should keep our house our house in check, well that's not true because it looks like he give is giving a pass to white folks who keep abusing um, people for the alphabet group. So I don't believe what this buffoon is saying. We should not take him seriously and I believe he's the one that should keep his house in check. Once again, Nicole, excellent podcast. Billy Porter. Kiss my black ass. Your slip is showing, nigga. Go and be a shield for your white friends. And... Nicole, I know you probably can't play this, but that's okay. You know how I feel. And you can play it if you want to. Sister Nicole, I swear, Michael Jackson was alive today. He would be so proud to have you a part of his family. You have no idea how much work you put in. Not only for him, but for Bill Cosby and for any other black males out there because you actually give a damn about black males, okay? But sister, you do such a good job. I love your work. You you come correct and clean, and you get the interviews that you need. I can't believe you talked to one of the relatives of Michael Jackson. Are you kidding me? You you to me that that's so that's so much that that it just blows my mind that you did that. I'm from I'm from um Georgia, and I'm in the small southeast. I'm in a small country country town. But other than that, I listen to you, sister. Keep up the good work. Much love. Hey guys, it is Nicole here back on this Sunday afternoon. I hope you guys are all doing great out there and welcome back to Nicole's view. Now, please forgive me. It has been a minute since I've, uploaded anything on anchor here on my podcast and i've been busy i've been doing some catching up on youtube i've been doing like um, live streams on saturday so make sure to tune in to nicole's view on saturday afternoons where i will do uh the current news events rundown of topics and whatnot what's um trending or or whatever. And um, I've somewhat neglected my podcast, but I'm going to get back to being on here more. So please do forgive me. It's been a minute, but I am going to um, basically uh, start back again on here. And I think each and every one of you who send me beautiful voicemails, Um, You you always encourage me when I'm feeling like, you know what, I don't want to do anything. I'm in a funk. I don't want to talk about anything. I just want to go lay down and watch TV, mindless garbage. But I hear your voicemails, and they make me feel so great, and they only help me continue to keep going. So I do thank you all so much. And I also thank my haters. You know, I thank you, too, because you, too may not realize it, but you also help me as well. You help me want to continue to piss you off, to make you angry, to make you upset. I love it, I love it so much. I love you just as much because you help me, you help uh, my listenership, you help it all. And even if you view me on YouTube and you leave me thumbs down, oh, like that's gonna piss me off. You know, I thank you too because all you do is contribute to uh, me, Making my money as well so thank you too and I want to give a shout out to uh, I don't know if your name is Nadia Nadia whatever you are Nadia whatever you are I-, I heard your voicemail and I am so sorry that I pissed you off about your little Billy Porter but you and Billy Porter can kiss my natural uh, you know what if you really think. <laughs> You leaving me some nasty voicemail is going to stop me from talking about folks like Billy Porter. You are sadly mistaken. And by the way, I think you need to go talk to Billy Porter because Billy Porter has pissed off, um... what does Dave Chappelle call them? The tease? Yeah, you need to go talk to Billy Porter about his selfish antics and what he does and what he did at the Emmys. Go talk to him about that. So you and your little nasty voicemail that you left me, if you really think that hurt my feelings, female heifer, please. I laugh at folks like you, and I thank you at the same time. Thank you so much. (laughs) Anyway, on to the topic at hand. I just had to say that folks, sorry. Uh, You know, we, we get all sorts of emails and voicemails like this all the time, but I just wanted to make sure that I let her know. And I know she's listening. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Nicole's View. So. Today, we are going to talk about house culture and why it needs to die. And basically, we need more Claire Huxtables and no Cardi B's, okay? I am so sick and tired of every time I get on social media, if I turn on the damn TV, you can't escape it. It's everywhere. Whoredom is everywhere. And what do I mean by whoredom? I mean folks exactly like your Cardi B's. I mean the types that get out in front of a camera, okay? Get out here, parade themselves around, half naked, uh, sing and dance and twerk and and jerk and whatever they do um, to prove a point. And now the whole thing is taking charge of your sexuality as if women have not done this throughout the ages. This is nothing new. Being a whore, being a whore for profit is nothing new. It's called prostitution. Okay, that's what it's called. It's been around forever and ever and ever. It's nothing new. So for for those of you out there trying to use so-called feminism, uh, taking the shame out of being a whore, being a slut, being a side chick, whatever you wanna call it, you're not doing anything different. It's just the same old, same old repackaged in the 21st century. So, you know, I just had to say that. I had to say that. And this new video with Cardi B and Meg The Stallion, you know, these folks, I don't follow. I really don't. But being that I do talk about current issues, whether it's political, serious news, and even entertainment, if it's there and people are talking about it, I'm going to talk about it. So here we have Cardi B and Meg La Stallion. They released some new trashy song and video called WAP. And if you want to know what it stands for, just go look it up, okay? It's basically about a wet vagina. That's what it's about. Um, And nothing about this is new. And, and what's so funny is The people who defend this, they think by bringing up rappers like T.I., rappers like Luke Campbell from back in the freaking early 90s, late 80s, when he had his whole group, uh, Two Live Crew, they bring these folks up as if to say, well, they were doing it. So what's the big deal? Well, I'm not celebrating that either. Who said that? we're celebrating that who said that that wasn't called out and listen for those of you who like to play that but what about no don't do that now because you see when we call out the predators within uh white Hollywood, these same folks will say well don't don't pull that what aboutism don't pull that what about what about it ain't no no we're talking about this same thing no 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 Black men have been called out for those types of videos, those types of lyrics, those types of imageries forever and ever and ever. So no, we're not gonna do that in this podcast. To me, it's the same. It's no different. But we are talking about Cardi B and we are talking about your Meg uh, The Stallion. Yes, and if you wanna go back to your little Kim and your Foxy Brown and on and on and on, that's fine. Do that. Folks are bringing up all sorts of folks from back in the day. You know what? At the end of the day, it's still a hoe. It's still whorehouse rules, whorehouse culture. I don't care who you bring up. Nothing about it is great. and. The reason why you see people talking about it now, of course, is because it's in your face. You are bombarded by it. And then then you have a media that puts it in your face on top of it. So don't try to compare a two live crew when they were being called out as well back in the day, they had folks like Tipper Gore on them. They were going to court because of their lyrics. And they were saying our First Amendment rights were being trampled on. Now, of course, you can say what you want to say. You can get out here and flash every part of your body from sun up to sun down. But just know that there are consequences to that. Just know that that at the end of the day, you're just going to be locked into this box. That's all you are going to be to people. That's all you're gonna be known for. So no, And, and these same folks will sit up here and say, well, you should be watching your own kids. Well, you shouldn't be having your kids parked in front of a TV, blah, blah, blah. First of all, first of all, first of all, nobody is parked in front of a TV like that anymore. Everybody is on social media. Everybody is on YouTube. So yeah, you might want to, first of all, change up your terminology because nobody's watching TV like that unless it's just something really grand and, and, and big on like the Super Bowl. Nobody's watching TV like that. Everybody is on social media, first of all. Second of all, you can't help but see it. Granted, if you have kids under the age of 13, for the most part, if you are great parents, your children, of course, would not be watching a Cardi B or a Meg The Stallion. They're going to be watching whatever you say they have to watch. Duh! We're talking about, when we say kids, we're talking about teens. We're talking about from the 13, I would say, on to maybe 17, 18. Th- that's who we're talking about, you know, because at this stage, they're teenagers, they're going through the change, and they want to know what's popping, what's hot, what's the newest trend, what's the newest fad. You have stuff like TikTok. These kids are on these apps, they're going to run across a Cardi B before they will run across me, okay? Let's just keep it real so y'all can stop with all the fake comparisons and and all that. Cause just miss me with it because that's not who we're talking about. And parents are going to want to let their kids be a little free, have a little free time, do what they do. But parents can only go so far. Parents can only shield their children from certain images. When parents are not there, And kids are around other kids. They're gonna do what they do. We've all been teenagers. We've all been there. We've all done things that we shouldn't have done. So you guys know this. So please stop it with this. We don't park your kids in front of a TV. We're not talking about kids. We're talking about teens. That's who we're talking about. And the influence, it's there. If all you hear on the radio is Cardi B, if all you see on videos, on social media is Cardi B and everybody's talking about it and it's a trending topic, you can't hide that from a 15-year-old or a 16-year-old. You just can't do it unless you just shield them, cut them off completely from the world. And um, I I know you really can't do that right now. Everybody's stuck at home. There's a pandemic right now. So people are pretty limited in what they can do. Okay? Yes. I Yes. I agree. Stick a book in front of them. Do whatever you can do to not let them be influenced by something like this or show them videos that are positive, positive images, definitely. But don't even sit up here and act like they won't come across it because they will. And I'm here to say to those who we know will run across a Cardi B is we need to reinforce in young girls and young boys that this whole image, the whole gangsta, uh whorehouse, this is not it. This should not be celebrated the way it is. And I am glad that there are some of us out here pushing back against it because when people have tried to push back against it, you label things, you know? And for me, honestly, the best pushback is, showcasing folks who we know that are doing great things, who are doing positive things, uh, folks who are trying to break that image. And even the sad part is, even when you feel like there's been someone who has come along and broke that image and has helped, they succumb to the BS. Like I will say when Janelle Monet first came out, when she first, first came out, I liked her. I thought she was different. I thought it was on the quirky side. You know, she had on her suit. I dug it and then I saw what she was really about. And then I'm just like, okay, I can't rock with it. And then you see her today and she'll sit up here and say, you know, all this misogyny, all of this, the rap and the men and this and that, but you will never see her call out a Cardi B or a Mick the stallion because it's all about you know, so-called women taking charge. So don't get mad if these same women are labeled whores. You can't get mad. They're doing it to themselves. This video is filled with so-called self-proclaimed women who play into that image of being a whore. You can't get mad about it. No men are forcing them to do this. They wanna do this. And I saw an article that I posted on Twitter from BlackSportsOnline.com. Now, I don't believe that this website is even Black-owned. I think it's just another one of these websites where it has Black in it and folks think, oh, it must be Black. No, most likely it's not. Because ex-NFL player, uh, running back, I guess, Larry Johnson, now, he basically said, well, we're all thinking that, cardi b and meg the stallion are teaching women to be whores after watching wap video okay and for the most part i agree with that i i I totally agree you cannot look at that video and and i've just seen the still images alone the still images alone let me know what it's all about And this article, of course, this is what it says. His podcast was, I'm sorry, let me start from the beginning. Larry Johnson has a lot of strong thoughts on a lot of things. His podcast was banned from audio boom for some of the messages he spoke about in regard to Jews. He doubled down that the fact that they banned him is the reason he was right. I'm already liking this guy. <laughs> I need to find him. <laughs> Johnson's podcast, A Sight to the Blind, which often spreads misinformation and anti-Semitic rhetoric, was recently suspended by its distributor, Audio Boom. In response to his suspension, Johnson said, the whiny crybabies heard I was talking about their religion they jacked from the Israelites and added that his shows are backed up. Audio Boom's director of operations and communications, Jenny Cody, Cody, I don't know if I'm saying that right, whatever, uh, told Insider that Johnson was an independent podcaster using their platform. His content uh is out of our terms of use, and we move quickly to suspend him from the platform. And for the most part, no one really speaks too much about what he is saying, even if they disagree. But when he took aim at Cardi B and Megan The Stallion, all hell broke loose. And of course, it goes on to talk about Twitter's reactions now. And here are some of the reactions um, that folks were saying. Let's see. Well, I'm sorry. This is what he said on his Twitter. Excuse me. And follow him. Do not prostitute thy daughter to cause her to be a whore (laughs) Uh, without a parent Um, and let me see and it says comments from the simps and victims of drag queen makeup tips defending the (laughs) I guess the priest (laughs) priesthood so he's he's going in he's going in Um, let me see what else he says let's see Let's see where, let's see what he says. Okay, so here's some of the responses that people are saying to um, this in his tweet. RIAA knew what it was doing by promoting stripper artists. Commercialized process for easy consumption by the masses without the baggage of context to alienate folks or mess up the money. Just waiting for Rico to drop in NYS and the bands to start. You know, and, and this is what it's really about. And that's what's so frustrating is that you have um this industry. They are pumping out Cardi B's, Meg's, the stallion, your lizos because a they know that this makes money for them. They know that it plays into this very ugly, nasty trope about black women being loose, being nothing but pores. And we know that that's not all Black women. It continues to play into the negative image of Black society. That's what it does. Um, And it's one reason why I hate it. And you know what? Even back in the day, when you had your little Kims and your Foxy Browns, at least they could talk. Shout out to um, my brother. He brought this up too in a comment. Uh, Black Opinion, that's his YouTube channel. If he hears this, he knows I'm talking about him, Chris. And he made a great point. He said, you notice that with these folks like Cardi B and the others, when you sit back and listen to them talk, it's as if they can't even talk. They can't even talk. Like, it's it's horrible to listen to. Of course, when they're rapping and, and talking about the most you know, derogatory things, you can understand everything they're saying. But when you just sit and listen to them, you're just like, this is who they're propping up in front of us? This is what we're supposed to be bopping our heads to? These people can't even string along a sentence, let alone uh, be some sort of, you know, role model or inspiration And some folks are going to say, go back to that. Well, your kids should be your role model. Yeah, of course. Duh. But it doesn't matter when you're pumping these folks out constantly in front of us 24-7. So, yeah. And, And it's so amazing to me you'll have people talk about the side chick, the mistress, the the, this, that, and the third. And we know that that's basically what side chick stands for, the mistress, basically the woman who is messing around with a married husband. There used to be a time in place where folks like this were not celebrated. The mistress was not celebrated. The side whore, the, 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 the thought was not celebrated. And now we live in a day and age where it's literally celebrated and they're making money off of it, on top of it. It's, it's prostitution, 2020 style, that's all it is. And you will have people defending it. They'll deflect to 2 Live Crew and and, and, and Easy E and Biggie E and, and all these folks. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. It's still whorehouse culture. Sorry, I don't care if Cardi B is married. Wasn't it alleged that her husband had side chicks, side whores? So it doesn't even even matter, excuse me, if they're married. It's all games, these folks are sick. It doesn't even matter, I keep saying that. I've seen all the deflections What about Millie Jackson and about Josephine Baker. I mean, folks are going so far back. It's not even funny. And even then those folks still had some type of decorum. They still had some type of intelligence to them. These folks, they pump out today. They can't even talk. They can't even, it's just insane to me. And you look at them, you look at their nails. They look like claws. And you just sit up here and say, oh, my God, how, how in the hell do they go to the bathroom? How do they clean properly? I mean, you just start thinking all this stuff that you shouldn't be thinking. And you're like, wow, this is what young kids have to see. And when I mean kids, I mean teens. This is what they're promoting, no matter how much you want to say. Well, parents shouldn't be, should be making sure. Yeah, but they're going to see this crap anyway. They're going to see it anyway. So miss me with all of that. There has to be a point in time where we say enough is enough. There has to be a point in time where we call out the industry who promotes these folks. Like, if you were watching me yesterday on my live stream with me, Lisa Cabrera and True Royal Family, and I showed the clip of some rapper. Poor woman barely can. Oh, my God. Barely can talk talking about sucking and this and effing that. And 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 it's on, it's being shown, represented on Apple. And I'm like, this is what they're representing? This is what they're showing our young people, our kids, us? We're supposed to accept this? Rebrand it as feminism? People have been messing around, screwing each other. Uh, hippie, free love. People have been doing this since the 60s and backwards. Nothing about this is new. You're not taking charge of anything besides being a modern day hoe in the 21st century. You're not doing anything differently. That's what kills me. Besides the fact that it's on social media. That's the only thing that has changed. It's on social media. So even if you want to step away from it, even if you don't want to see it, you're going to see it. So I just had to say that some folks are really trying everything in the book. And even when folks are bringing up Two live crew, I'm sitting here saying to myself, you you guys do realize that they went through hell just to say the crap they wanted to say. Even if I didn't agree or like it, they had to go fight for their first amendment rights to say it. So that just lets you know, even they couldn't get away with it back in the nineties. They didn't want to hear it. Folks were not big up in 2 Live Crew like that. Tipper Gore wanted them basically blacklisted. They're the reason why they have the parental advisory sticker on records today. And y'all are really using that as an example? Really? That's like the worst example. And there was no social media. So at least it was only relegated to TV. Or if you were watching some... Uh, a video channel, MTV, or whatever, or BT After Dark, that's the only way you could see it anyway. There was no internet to showcase this. Now it's everywhere. So please, it's worse today than it was even then. At least it could be hidden more then. You can't even hide it today. It's right in your face. And you have people actually writing articles talking about how It's empowering and and women and sexuality. No, it's just being a 21st century hug. Okay, that's all it is. That's all it is. And as I said, we need to showcase more women like a Claire Huxtable. Yes, I know it's a character, but it's an example of what we should be aspiring to be, or inspiring to be, excuse me. This is what we should be wanting to see on TV, on social media. We need more positive images. And if I have to pump that out, I'll do that. If we see stories that are positive in nature, I try to share them or talk about them because every day you get on and you feel like you are literally in the gutter. It's like sewage. That's what it feels like. Like I am sinking, I am bathing in sewage and I want this off of me. Like if I could scrub social media of a Cardi B's, all your Cardi B's and your Meg the Stallions and your Lizzo's and, and, and all the wannabe gangsta, drug sipping, drug smoking, all that crap. I just I can only imagine what it would be like if we had back in the day, real conscious rap. Rap that actually meant something instead of this garbage that's being pumped out on a daily basis towards our people and an industry that is okay reinforcing these images for how many years now? And it just never stops it seems. And I'm not talking about what they're doing. Yeah, they have their culture too. They have their Madonnas, they have their folks the same way back in the day, but I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about us. So, yeah, I I just had to say that uh, there's so many ways this could have gone, but I just wanted to talk about it just straight up. You have to be straight up on some stuff. I'm not going to make it seem like, oh, it's some deep rooted some, you know, we have to get to the root. It's not. We just have to stop supporting hoes and stop making it seem like it's popular to do because it's not. It should not be popular. We need to start highlighting and uplifting women who are about real power, about helping their community, about waking up folks who are in the sewage. Their mind is in the sewage and it needs to stop. I know I can't break everyone, but if I can reach a few, I've done something. We've done something, but anyway, ugh. I feel like I need to go take a bath just talking about this. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's all I want to say. It's just, it's it's amazing to me how, just how backwards we've gotten, how everything just seems to be upside down, and how even back in the day, a hoe <laughs> knew her place. <laughs> a mystric, a mystery. a mistress, <laughs> or mistrick. A mistress knew her place. There used to be a time and day when folks knew their place. But anyway, guys, (laughs) let me know what you think. Feel free to leave your voicemails, your comments, and whatnot, your hate mail, your hate messages, because you'll just get called out anyway. All right, guys, take it easy, and I will see you in the next podcast and or video. Take care.